Hey guys, this is Diego Gonzalez from. Oops, turn this down. Hey guys, this is Diego Gonzalez from MindlessPaint.com, and um, this is my first podcast. So I want to uh, kind of uh, just do a quick podcast just to start it off. Um, I got a new mic, so I want to mess with that a little bit, and uh, kind of want to check my audio levels, make sure they're good, not too much, not too crazy. I think it's good right there. All right, cool. Um, so. Let me get it all together. Okay, so today, um, tonight, this is actually like 2 a.m. If anybody's up with me, I doubt. But um, let me transition this uh, full screen. If I can do that. Oh, whatever, I can't do it. Let me turn this down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So today's episode is about donating back um, because uh, tomorrow I'm actually doing a um, live art kind of donation. I get to talk and uh, speak to some kids, which is really cool. And, um, you know, talk about my art for a little bit. And um, that's really cool. And I want to tell you, let me get my thoughts right because I'm kind of ramble on a little bit. Why is it so, why, why it's so important to give back to the arts? And just a little brief thing about me, I started I started all my work actually from a scholarship, my first art class. I had art class in school, like you know, everyone else had art class. But my first real professional art class was given to me by South Shore Arts, and that's in Northwest Indiana in Munster. And I was in a Hammond school. And I was actually one of the first recipients or the second generation recipients when they started the program. So what they did was they had um, a scholarship they gave to art students at the end of the year. And I remember it this way, I think. It's been such a long time ago. I was like in the fourth grade or third grade or something like that. And they gave one scholarship to a girl in the class and then one scholarship to a uh, boy in the class. And um, it was really cool because I, I grew up poor. We didn't have a lot. I mean, I had like... Um, I remember this one story I think I, I never really forget. It was like I had Charles Barkley's back in the day. And um, if if that makes dates me any time, when they had the first like air insoles, I thought they were so cool. So I had Charles Barkley's and I thought I was the coolest kid because I never had anything like that ever. My mom saved a ton of money. And for her, that was a lot of money you know, to get those. I wore them for like a year straight, if not longer, till like the air soles broke. And uh, yeah, literally to like those little like air sole things and they're broke. And um, that was like my big thing. But I wore like, I had the Nike shirts that are knocked off. Everything was knocked off. We got it from like Chinatown. My mom, you know, uh, we were on like food stamps and we got that like, what's it called? The, um, like you get like a voucher for like free clothes, but they're all like Asian clothes and they're all like ripped off and knocked off. And you went to school and you felt cool because it was new, but everyone was kind of making fun of you, even though everyone else was kind of wearing Hammond. Everyone else was still kind of poor too. But it was like one of those things. And uh, to me, my way out was to be an artist because I could draw pretty well when I was a kid. And I think a lot of that had to do with um, my mom being an artist too. So I always admired her. Let me move this up. This is cool. So I always admired her. And, um, you know, she was really, uh, really creative. So she made piñatas. She made um, everything from hand. She made Easter egg baskets. And I remember that was so cool because she'd have this basket and she would build... And she would build these really cool Easter baskets out of nothing. I mean, she got, like, stuff in the dollar store. But, I mean, as a little kid, 
I, I looked up to her and like, I thought it was so cool because my dad sucked. He's such a douche. Um, I never even, I don't have like maybe two memories of him ever, you know, and he's never around. He didn't really care about us. My mom was the complete opposite. She loved us so much and you know, whatever. So I did, I, I followed uh, her and I thought she was like the greatest thing ever. And she is, um, she passed away two years recently and uh, she's like my biggest motivation, but because of her, I started loving the art and I just wanted to be an artist. And that's all I wanted to do is be, I'm kind of all I want to do is be an artist. So from doing that, I remember South Shore, they came this cool program. They're like, Hey, we have a scholarship for a kid. And, um, if you got into that class, to me, it was like winning the lottery, you know, it was like the Willy Wonka ticket. And, um, it was one of those things where we had nothing, you know? So that was my way out to help my mom, to help my family. And I was like eight years old or something. I was like in third grade, you know, but I was good at art. I was kind of nerdy. Um, I still am nerdy, super nerdy. If that's cool, you know, and, uh, girls didn't like me or anything. So I just drew my ass off like all the time. And that's cool thing. The cool thing about that is that I drew so much. Um, I got good and people were like, Hey, like draw me something. Uh, I used to draw goosebump covers back in the day. Goosebump was really cool. And, uh, so I just did that. And I was like trying to press people. I was like showing girls and they're like, Oh, that's so cool. Draw my name. So I drew a bunch of drawings and stuff for that. Uh, and, and just my guy friends thought it was cool too. Cause I can draw these like cool covers and I could also help them like, you know, in art class and I can draw something from real quick and then kind of help them get an A or a B. There's one kid named Noah Lewis and I helped him draw, um, some stuff for art class. And I think he helped him get by with like a C or something stupid like that. And it was nothing to me. It took me like five, 10 minutes, but him was like everything. And cool, cool story about that is because I helped Noah, um, I got bullied all the fucking time, like bullied all the time. Like people hated me because I was good at art and, uh, or something and they're jealous or some crap like that. It was stupid. It was like stupid stuff. Um, and because I helped this kid and I didn't even know him at all. He's a new kid. He was kind of a badass and I didn't know it. So he got all the bullies off of me. Like he whooped their ass and it was kind of really pretty cool. It was like, like a movie kind of like thing. But anyways, fast forward, going off on a tangent. That was a cool story though. I love that story. Um, I'm gonna tell it better next time. But, um, you know, uh, they had this free scholarship that they gave to like kids and they started off with kids that were like low income and couldn't, you know, do stuff like that. And, um, and every board art classes or anything like that, because they're a couple hundred bucks or something, or maybe they're like 60 or 120, but it was like a million dollars for us, right? For extra money and stuff in the summer. So they gave it away for a guy, a young, you know, like a, like a little boy, you know, boy and girl, whatever, out of the class, the best student in the class won it. The first year I remember I lost it because I thought it was, a, I was, I, I, you know, I didn't win the scholarship. So I thought, and I was, to me, I was the best artist in the class. And somebody else won and I was devastated and I drew all the time. And it was like one of those things like I prayed for because we didn't have a lot, you know? So I was just like, this is my way out. And, um, I was super devastated. And I think I remember the teacher saying uh, to me, uh, try again next year or something like that. You know, she, she said something very encouraging to me and, uh, it kind of lifted my spirits a little bit because like I, I was like the, the, the artist in the class. Everyone's like, Oh, it's Diego, 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 blah, blah, blah. You know? So I don't know, maybe it didn't try hard enough when I can't remember too much when I was eight years old, but, or seven or wherever I was.
but the next year um the next year i tried hard as fuck dude like and it was funny because they had a girl and a boy and they uh the best artists in the class i think they kind of sat us together on purpose i sat next to a girl named jackie and i liked her a lot i was like eight years old i had like a huge crush on her. i thought she was like awesome right but i was eight years old it's too scared to talk to girls i too super shy super shy and um i thought it was cool they sat us next to each other because we actually learned from each other and she's a really good art teacher really smart to to pair kids that are also very good and they can work well to, together and um you know i'm very grateful for that too she really uh as i get older and i'm a professional artist now i can really think back and appreciate those things that um you know our uh, our teachers like that have done in my life to help me to become who i am you know so all of that adds up all of that matters all of that means something and uh there's one project for thanksgiving and it was like a cornucopia and um i don't know if you guys you know, you know a lot of artists watch my channel and i don't know if you guys remember doing that or you guys did that when you were kids but there's like a huge like it's like a thing we did every year it's like cornucopia so you know it's like that big thanksgiving kind of like round thing you put a bunch of fruit inside and it's this you know artist thing it's one thing each thing you do you know like every artist does a, like a, a fruit basket or a still life or whatever and um so i did a cornucopia and i remember it was different because i wanted to fucking win like i wanted to be number one and i was like eight years old but I was super driven and i don't know if it was because i wanted to impress the girl next to me it's probably like half of it maybe even more than half <laughs> but um uh it was i wanted to win and once i had to be the one because my mom always told me growing up that i was going to be the one i'm going to be a great artist i'm going to be blah 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 you know like all mothers say you know or, or mothers don't say i don't know that's what my mother did i just assumed everyone else was like that um but that's why i started my channel because i realized like not a lot of people have that encouragement and it's so important so my mom always pushed that and in the back of my mind, I was very shy and very, like, humble in the fact that I never bragged and never thought I was good. I was actually, like, I really talked myself down, if anything, which isn't good. And I'll talk about another another podcast about that. So I got this huge piece of paper, right? This huge fucking, like, 11 by 14 piece of paper. And everyone else had these little ones. And I got the, the biggest piece of paper. And, like, I went on and I couldn't even, I wasn't even supposed to do that. I wasn't even supposed to get a big fucking sheet of paper, but, but I went and got one anyways. And I started my project and I started drawing the cornucopia, like really into it, like looking at the colors, looking at everything. Because I felt like this was the one thing I had to do, because it's like the biggest project of the year, to impress the teacher. So she picked me. And um, so I did this huge cornucopia and everyone's like around me like, why you, why'd you get the big piece, dude? Like, why are you working hard? Like, we just got, you know. Like, like people still do that shit today like i'm 31 and everyone's just like why are you trying so hard like because i try hard and i and you suck and don't tell me what to do kind of you know so anomaly in the class right this weird brown kid with this huge ass piece of paper trying to like draw this cornucopia that's hard as hell to draw you know it's it's hard for even me as an adult now to draw that thing it gives me anxiety thinking about it but i did it and Jackie, I think she may have also cop, you know, went along with me getting a bigger piece of paper. I don't remember. I kind of feel like she did. And uh, long story short, um, I went up to the teacher and I remember talking to her. And I was like eight years old and I asked her like, hey, um, I know you have the scholarship and I didn't win it last year or something like that. But hey, uh, think about me. Like, remember me or something like that. You know, think, consider me, right? 
and I was like an eight-year-old kid. I mean, who the fuck goes to the teacher and like, you need to consider me for this class. Like, like little kids don't do that, you know? Um, and especially, I was super shy, but when it comes to my work, I am focused. I am, it's my domain, you know? Like, I, and then I feel like all artists should be like that. Like, you're the man when you're in it, you know? So, um, that's how I felt. And, um, so, so the two people that won were me and Jackie. And we went to art class and with South Shore Arts for free. Like, so it was like winning the Willy Wonka ticket. And it was the thing, the thing that like I did and I prayed at night for, like I literally got on my hands and knees or like usually I was laying in bed and I like, put my hands together and closed my eyes and prayed to God that I could win this thing. And when I won it, because if I would have lost this second year, I would have been devastated. I probably would have gave up. I'm, I'm pretty sure I would have gave up, you know? I mean, I'm a pretty tough guy, but eight years old, losing twice, man. It's like, nope, no way. So it was destiny. It was divine, but, you know, to me, it was a sign. There was, it could, could have been nothing else. And uh, from there on, we uh, started the art class, and Jackie was an awesome artist. She was great. I think she may have been better than me at that time. And that's really interesting, you know, because I don't, I don't think she does it professionally, a uh, smart person, but it's interesting how things turn out, you know? So I kept on working and I remember the art teacher, like me again, he, uh, and we're, uh, me, let's consider this actually. We're in a class and now that I talk about it, I remember there's older kids. We're like eight or seven or some shit and everyone else was like 12 or 13, maybe some teenagers. And we weren't even supposed to be in there, it was super advanced. Damn, I gotta tell John that story. John Kane, he's the art director. Oh, I'll tell you about this. It was one of my really good friends. John Kane, blah, blah, blah. He's right here, lighting, oh, right there, right there. That's me, that's John right there. Art director, super awesome guy. I'll tell you about him in a moment. But uh, he said that, they said that uh, if you did good in this class, you can get another scholarship. So I was like, holy crap, another one? Yeah, so I bust my ass. I stayed like, you literally had to tell me to go home because I was the last person in class and um, you know, they had to kick me out. And I said, I did the same thing. And I, I still do the same thing today. I'm like, remember me, please consider me. I, I, you have to ask people. You have to go and tell them and ask them. Because you could be the best artist in the world, but sometimes they don't notice you. They just really don't. Or sometimes if someone sees that drive, you know, if they see that drive in you, they're like, damn, this person deserves it. Even if he isn't the best. And I don't know, I always thought I was, but I mean, who knows, right? That's just my own thing, right? Um, but it was the best right um but yeah so i got another scholarship from that and that tactic really worked and uh you know won the scholarship and it was like an acting class though it wasn't i thought it was a drawing class it was acting but anyways because of this the whole point of this story as i ramble on so much is because of south shore arts i was able to become uh, i was it pushed me to become a professional artist because I did that class. I won the two scholarships. I fought for them, honestly. I wouldn't even say one and I fought for them because I was poor. And the thing about being poor is like your fucking greatest advantage because you're hungry. You're so hungry. You're so much hungrier than everybody else. And that's huge. That, that means you can work harder and you have to be smarter and you have to be more resourceful and everything. And, you know, I used to think that if you had a lot of money, that was like an advantage. But honestly it's an advantage because you have a head start but when you're when you have nothing and you're hungry it, you're, you're, you're gonna put you're gonna go faster if it's a race if it's a race to me this is how I, I see it if you have money 
you're you're this is the race right you're what's you're right here let's start right here you're like right what's you're right here right and you're already ahead of the game but if you're hungry but you're moving like this right but if you're hungry you're just moving so much faster and then there'll be a point in your life and for me it's like my age is like 30 that point is like a 12 year fucking period it's not fast but once you once you match them you just move so much faster ahead and you have all this momentum and that's to me how that that's how it works it just is to me that's how it works and that, i wholly hardly believe that's how it works so the art supported they they supported me you know so the whole theory of the podcast the whole the whole subject is give back to the arts and 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 do it because it's just the right thing to do i'm doing it because they i owe them i fucking owe them everything because if it wasn't for them those good people i wouldn't be a professional artist absolutely not you know it would be a hobby it'd be something i, I probably would still be doing it forever maybe i don't know maybe may have gave it up it would have been a hobby definitely been a hobby it wouldn't be what i've done for life um but but that triggered every action in my life to you know to go that way you know from here to there so um so definitely just give back to the arts because the arts to for me the arts gave me so much you know they've helped me and it was just some 120 dollar probably scholarship for the summer and the summer class was like three weeks long or something like that but the 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 idea of winning and being chosen was everything the, the the class was nothing you know it taught me some stuff yeah it actually taught me some advanced stuff which was really good but it wasn't it that wasn't the thing the thing was being chosen and being a part of that you know that's it so even if you were never chosen or even haven't given the opportunity do it for somebody else do it for one kid one kid like you'll you'll change your fucking life i mean that is the best feeling in the entire world more than making a thousand dollars in a day or five thousand dollars in a day or ten grand in a day or whatever the hell or million dollars it really is because you're doing something good and and not only that you're 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 supporting the arts you know uh and there's an like what's what's the andy warhol uh he said art modern art is dead well, fuck andy warhol he's a douchebag anyways and people are like oh my god you said that about andy warhol yeah, he's kind of a dick. Every single person, kind of like Michael Jordan. I don't know if anybody heard of that. Anybody, everybody that I've met, I've met a lot of famous people now that met Andy Warhol, said he was a fucking dickhead. Like he sat on a golden throne and it was a douche to people and thought he was better than everybody. And I don't know him too well. And I don't know. Eventually, if I'm super famous, maybe he's like daughters listening. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe you can persuade me that he wasn't. But it's people like that that retard art, like by bringing it backwards you know they they arts moving in a way not really a good way now because modern arts is garbage most of it like 90 percent of it's garbage and then he just he, he 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 took everything from art all the money and everything and then he just shitted on it and then said oh i got everything i killed it and then you can never do it it's done i did it all goodbye fuck that guy fuck that guy for real and I, if I give a talk, I'll definitely put the F word and be like, fuck Andy Warhol. <laughs> but, but, and that's good because we want to make art better and we want, we want to really like push it out there. We want people to make art and do art and all of that. We want to be positive. I want to, that's my mission to help other artists and do that, you know? So that's my tangent on Andy Warhol. I hate, he sucks. 
but they're good people too. So anyways, um, when you do art, when you make art, when you're, you're making art, uh, you're, you're helping aesthetics, you know, the, the pretty, anything that's beautiful, the divine in the world. And that's, that's amazing. It's magical, you know? Um, so the thing is, why is it good to donate for the arts other than helping somebody? It's not just about helping somebody. It's if you donate to the arts, you help. It's like biblical. You help yourself. You know, you're, you're giving something, but you'll get it in return like a thousandfold. You know, but you have to do it really intelligently. You have to help other artists and um, just to do it. I mean, like I said, it's just a good thing. But what it does, I know this is a drawn out point, but end of story. The point is when you donate to the arts, you get involved in the arts network. And that's important. And I never wanted, me, myself, I never wanted to be part of the gallery, part of the networks. I, at first I did as a beginning artist. Now, as I got older, I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's garbage, you know. But, but, but you got to get out there. You have to, uh, you have to put your name out there. And this is the thing. This is a very big thing. When you donate, when you create art and you put it in front of people that are in the network, like um, I work with the art, um, South Shore Arts in Munster, Indiana, the people around, they, they want to help you. They want to help you because they love art. They already get it. They already understand it. You don't have to explain it to them. Like I know a lot of artists have to explain their shit to people and it's so frustrating. It's one of my biggest, and I'm a professional. I've done Hollywood records, music videos. I've done, you know, work with the NFL. Like I'm legit as fuck. Like, and I still got to explain it to people. It's never going to end, you know? It's just a part of life. But when you reach um, a point where you can just find a network of people that like art, like what you do, um, and you help them and you donate to their cause, they're going to, they, they want to support you. You don't have to explain it to them. It's just, it just works that way. So that does a good thing. You do a good thing for somebody, which is awesome. And you help the arts. And you support the art that you love because you love it so much, you know. So when I do charity, um, that's my thing. You know, I love people have, um, you know, donating to like um, firefighters and uh, you know cancer and everything else, and that's great. That's their thing. It's good. My thing is art. That's my thing. I'm donating to that. When I die, when I'm gone, I'm literally giving all my fucking money to the arts. I'm giving it all back. So right now, every dollar I make, I'm like borrowing it. Maybe get like five percent. I'll keep like five percent of my wealth or something stupid like that, or ten, and give it to like, give my kids a little, so they're not like starving or anything, and they have like, I help them, but I'm not giving them all that money. Fuck that, you know they don't work for it. <laughs> you have to, what? I don't even understand that concept. That's so stupid. You know, uh, they're no more deserving just because they're my children. I don't even have children. I'm talking about my future children. So, whatever. Then anybody that was off the street or anybody else you know and um that's just my motto and i don't care if anybody agrees with it it's just what it is you know i think it's fair it's life but anyways i'm giving it back to the arts because they've helped me so much you know and um so that so, so it's like a cyclical thing right you know you art supports you you support art and give it, you know, and then art supports the next generation and you support it. It's like some circle of life, Simba thing, whatever. 
So, um, so, so do that. Just donate one thing. Just help one kid, and I guarantee you'll see it. And and talk to people. I know a lot of artists are introverts. So am I. Believe it or not, I'm like I'm, like, I'm doing a damn podcast. I'm so introverted. I'm literally here alone at like what two thirty at night. You know, so it helps people and it helps the uh, the whole ecosystem of art, and it helps more and it helps you. Like it's not just giving stuff to give, and you should do that anyways. Not want anything. I don't ever expect anything in return, but I'm saying how it can work for you, you know, for a benefit, you know, because you're just supporting each other and all that stuff. And also uh, a lot of the patrons and people that are in these networks, they like to know you. They they think you're fucking cool. If you're cool, if you're cool, you know, you should be cool, cool people. But like, it's cool to them because they know a good or great artist if you're that great you know so it's like status for them and that's why they want to help you because a lot of people are like well why would they want to help me well, that's why you know so that, that's a cool thing um so that's uh tip for today for mindlesspaint.com and my goal is to help other artists uh do well you know make money and um really the podcast is how to survive and make money as an artist and that's part of surviving and a lot of artists don't talk about it and they don't want to share it and they don't want to help other people and it's bullshit dude like i'll tell you and help you guys because it's the right thing to do and at the end of the day there's enough for everybody like this world's so huge you can do so much and uh hey thanks for following me and i don't you know what i should have turned my you know actually this is what i wanted to do i wanted to practice with this thing crap is that it yeah okay so live hotkeys oops uh, i don't mean to be here Oop. i don't mean to even be in my email here it goes okay so this is the uh screen right here for south shore arts uh i know i went done talking for a tangent but this is good so this is uh northwest indiana south shore arts i want to show you guys real fast the bow bozart i think it's arts bozart ball that's how you pronounce it i'm so bad at that and that's tomorrow and i'm gonna be uh uh, I actually made a huge Deadpool canvas. That thing was like six feet tall by four feet wide. It's massive, insane, because I'm pretty crazy like that. I built this huge ass canvas and blah, blah, blah. So this is their, uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. so they have music, uh, which is really cool. They have tickets, you know, for donors, 10 grand, five grand, two grand, whatever, all that stuff like that, patrons, individual people. So it's pretty expensive, pretty fancy, formal, you know. And, and if you're in a major city or whatever, every city or should or decently has some art organization like this you know so just work just just reach out to them that's what i did with john kane one of my friends he's the director i just emailed him and stuff and he's really cool and all the good stuff so he told me all about everything they're working on and i told him my story like i told you guys earlier so they have events uh current exhibits so go on their website look at uh the your local you know um organization and whatever the art is art league or whatever you know find 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 what it is and see what's going on you know see what classes they got see this classes discovery summer classes for kids camps and workshop that's pretty cool registration and uh grants and opportunities like right here bam artist opportunities what do they say auditions for cinderella that's for acting i think summer camp requests for pre-proposals city church art competition like that's a cool one Traditional Art Indiana Apprentice Program. That's cool. Footlight Youth Workshop. Call Artist. No deadline. 
a park full of, I don't even know what that is. Auditions in-house acting troupe. All this stuff, and this is all local. Crap, I didn't even look at this. I need to get into some of this. <laughs> look at that. Call for submissions. And union. But whatever. So they got a lot of stuff, right? Um, right there in the page. Grants, all that good stuff. And just try it. You know? I Whenever I apply for, like, something, and I haven't done it in a long-ass time, um, but I do I do put out um, feelers to people, you know, for different, you know, groups and stuff. I, I don't ever expect to, to win it or I don't expect to you know to get anything I never do I just do it and then just forget about it um, and that's the best way to do it because you'll never be disappointed and then if you do get something like holy shit I won or got something that's so awesome that's the best way as a as a way to you know um, you know to do it whatever some just a little tip art projects and all that stuff so really great connect outreach our magazine, they have a magazine, awesome, galleries, visual performing arts, outreach, every kid program. This is one I was talking about. And um, they so they reach over 30,000 30, uh, youths with every kid program. I think and that was, this has grown so big since I started, which is really cool. Um, among the most popular, every kids are books and projects and workshops. So that's cool. I mean, look at that, man. Like, you get to help kids. I mean, shit, dude, that's dope, you know? And our current funders include annual fund donors, Arsenal Middle, and Bulldog Ball. And they have all these people that donate, and that's really cool. Really cool. And why art? Why art makes you more creative, confident, problem solving, all that stuff. Perseverance, focus, you know, dedication, collaboration, all that good stuff to be a sponsor. And uh, yeah, so just, I mean, that's my tip. Go to the website. DM, email somebody about, you know, opportunities, connect with them about what I like to do is go to the about or I'll, I'll scroll all the way down from a website. This one doesn't have it. So I'll look for the email. Visit contact. So contact the staff, you know, so like I would do that stuff like these are fun. I don't like calling people. I'm some kind of shy on the phone or I'm too like assertive. I'm like, hey, you know, kind of come off. Not so good. But I'll email. I'm good with email. It's like anonymous in a way. So that's a, a tip. I uh, appreciate you guys for following and checking out my podcast and all that good stuff. And um, yeah, let me try this one thing. Let's see if this works. Wait, no. Crap. Wait. Okay, there it goes. So I appreciate you guys for following. And this is the Mindless Podcast. I think that's what I'm calling it right now. The Mindless Podcast. And... Uh, and uh yeah definitely make some art help some kids donate stuff be a part of that and uh check out for another podcast i'll do one a week at least just starting off take it easy do one a week and uh every every podcast you watch now i will give you a tip and how to make money as an artist and um help out so appreciate you guys for listening and i will uh see you again next week what day is it today thursday maybe thursday night next week we'll see maybe tuesday Okay. All right. Later. Stop streaming.